All Around the West, Episode 18, Olympic National Park. Hey everybody, Scott and Sue from AllAroundTheWest.com and today we have a wonderful visit to a beautiful national park to tell you about, Olympic National Park. And I'm telling you, it was fabulous and uh, such a beautiful and diverse and wonderful place. I can't wait to go back. And so I hope you enjoy Sue and I talking about our visit to Olympic National Park. So one of the great places, really fun places, interesting places that we went on this trip was Olympic National Park. Olympic National Park was totally awesome. And it's kind of different from other national parks, maybe, because it's completely separated geographically into three different areas. So sometimes you'll go to a regular, you know, a national park and there'll be different areas inside the park that have, you know, different kinds of geography or whatever. But Olympic National Park is actually completely separated into three parts. And the there's at least three, maybe even four different, very different client or uh, ecosystems, I guess you'd call them, right? There's right. the high mountains, there's the coastal area, and there's the rainforest, and they couldn't be more different. Completely different. Yeah. yeah. It was so interesting and all beautiful in their own ways. And I had no idea. I mean, I, I've heard of Olympic National Park. It was on our list to go to when we went, but it wasn't till maybe we were reading some material on the way or we got there that I realized or found out that they were so, they had the, such diversity in, in the what they had to offer. And that they were separated. That's the thing yeah. I've found so interesting is that they're separated, um, like I said, geographically into three different pieces with a lot of uh, land in between. You know, there's so, a lot of, there's towns and farms, everything way all in between. They're separated. So I think that the the rainforest was part of the same geographic chunk. The coastal area certainly was separated, but I believe the rainforest is part of the same park. As the mountain? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't think so. They were pretty far apart. Shall I check it out? Check Whatever. it out? <laughs> that could be. I'll look. Well, I'll look. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. But I guess I guess the way the roads were, we had to drive. You have to go around. There isn't roads through the interior. Yeah. Yes. So true. maybe that's, that's true. okay. So maybe that's what why it seemed to seemed to me that they were all different. So we went first, while he's looking that up, I'll just say, we went first to the mountain section, and the mountain section was absolutely stunningly, amazingly gorgeous. The um, We went first to the Olympic National Park Visitor Center there inside of Port Angeles. Okay, he's got a report from the internet. Yes, and it is true. They are, the, the rainforest portion and the mountain portion are all in the same contiguous area the coastal is obviously separate okay. I, I remember reading at one point that when they were creating the park they were because that bothered somebody the president or somebody they were going to put a narrow strip of land to connect the coastal with the 
with the rest of the park, but they didn't. Oh, um, so okay. they're, they're, they're not contiguous. So you have to drive around you to, have to drive the rainforest yeah. part. So that's why it seemed to me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm confused. Um, thanks for checking that out. You're Scott. welcome. Um, so we stopped at the visitor center there in Port Angeles uh, and, you know, got maps and uh, I collect bookmarks and magnets. So we collected those and then we headed up uh, to the mountains and you leave the visitor center and literally you start driving up. It's like straight up and it was a foggy, cloudy day. And so as we were started going up the mountain, the twisty, turny road, it was socked in. I mean, we could barely see much in front of us. We couldn't see anything off to the sides except some trees. It was just, it was dense clouds. And then all of a sudden we just broke through the cloud cover as we were going up and it was beautiful blue sky sunny gorgeous yeah and i remember i was struck by the fact that we were leaving port angeles at basically sea level and in 45 minutes we're heading up to the hurricane hurricane ridge hurricane ridge visitor center which is roughly a mile high and so you've gone that from zero to five thousand plus feet in that 45 minutes. That's uh, that's quite something. There's probably, I was thinking about this, there's probably only a, another park or two that's like that. Probably one in Hawaii, but there aren't too many parks where you're going from sea level up to a mile high in the same park, let alone in that short of a distance. Yeah, you drive straight up, that's for sure. <laughs> snow-capped mountains. Yep, snow-capped. So once you get up there near the top, I mean, just as far as you can see in all direction, mountains, snow-capped mountains, huge, big. Beautiful vistas. Gorgeous mountains, beautiful vistas. Yeah, we kept pulling over and Scott would jump out to take pictures because it was just gorgeous, beautiful. I mean, just the mountains receding into the distance. And the as we're coming up, as you mentioned, the, the clouds, uh, you get to these where you're right there at that at that boundary and these clouds are are floating up and floating sideways i mean you're right there in the middle of it all and that was pretty neat too it was yeah, yeah. gorgeous so we went to the hurricane ridge visitor center which is up like you said a mile you know up at the very top and um there's some little trails there right from the outside the visitor center a little paved trail mm -hmm. so we're like okay let's go on this paved trail and we didn't get very far, hardly very far away from the visitor center when we were completely stopped because it was snow packed. Yeah, four or five feet deep, probably. And some people were just coming, some of the kids were crawling over the top of them and so, stuff, but it, uh, you couldn't do much. No, there. So we, we just kind of stopped. It, it kind of, the little trail went kind of to a little T where you could look out and we, so we went there, looked out, and then off to each side, to the left and right, it was just snow-packed. And, yeah, we, we didn't go. We were a little surprised, actually, that uh, the paved trail there wasn't plowed, plowed, I guess. But, anyway, it was, a, it was a gorgeous view out to the valley. And from the visitor center, there was a pretty good view down and out, too. And there was a, a, a good-sized herd of... Mountain goats, if I remember right. Is that what they were? Yeah, mountain yes. goats that were there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are a lot of people that are watching those. Yeah. So we decided to uh, drive from the visitor center just a little ways around um, to the Hurricane Hill Trail. And that's that's the one that we decided to hike. Yeah. And so we started on that and it's a pretty, it's not a bad hike and, and uh, there's some gorgeous views there also. You get to the point where you're on a ridge and it's steep going down left side, steep going down the right side. And you have this unobstructed view of the mountains on either side. Yeah. And deep, deep valleys on both sides. I mean, it's just that ridge is just kind of a spine you're just walking right there on the spine and yeah you can look out and see both sides big deep valleys down yeah and then off in the distance more mountain ranges I mean it was just just beautiful and amazing and we had the same thing happen there on the on the way up to the top we hit some started hitting some snow patches and we got to a point where there was a pretty good-sized snow patch, and it was passable. I mean, it, some people were venturing over it and had gone up to, to the very top, but uh, we decided that we were not going to do that. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not super steady, even with my hiking boots and my poles on snow. So after we clomped over the snow fields, um, yeah, it was, we decided it was probably smarter not to... Go all the way to the top, which I'm sure was gorgeous. But uh, so interesting that we were there in the beginning of June and the snow was deep and it was mostly the more shaded areas, right? Because where the sun was, it, it melted off, but it was still pretty deep. They were deep snow fields that we were traversing on areas of the trail. So uh, if you want to go to the top and not have to go in the snow you need to go later in the summer up there definitely but beautiful area and that's so that's one uh one of the areas that we went to in olympic national park so yeah we uh the next day we stayed in port angeles and then the next day we headed off to the coast and we went to rialto beach which has a coastal hike along the surf there so you hike from the parking lot along the just right along the beach out to an area um, called split rock and then farther on hole in the wall and you just hike along hike along the beach it was it was really fun it was cloudy and the um the beach area ha- is just covered with uh small brown stones and so it's a little, you know, it's a little hard on the legs, just clomping your way through those stones. Because when we went out, the surf was up. So when we came back, the surf was out some. So we were able to walk back on the packed sand. That was definitely easier. But uh, yeah, gorgeous. Sea stacks. And when we started, it was all misty and everything. That's just kind of a, almost a surreal kind of a look to it. It's very, I don't know, it's very pretty. Um, I remember there was a, there was some, there was some camping areas there along the way. And there was a group that was camping. There was a small stream that was coming out from the land toward the, the, uh, ocean, but it stopped at the beach and kind of flowed under it. 
and then eventually made its way out. I got some cool pictures of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of areas to to look at. Um, just again, beautiful areas. One thing I was struck with was the huge uh, trees that were there on the beach and had been carried there or uh, left there as they fell, you know, from the pine forest that were right close to the beach there. But huge trees all the way up and down there. Uprooted, yeah, I, yeah. yeah dri- I mean, driftwood. They'd been, I guess, driftwood, or I guess they'd been weathered. Um, so I don't know if they'd actually been in the ocean, some of them, but huge, big. We have some pictures of the. Uh, they're laying down, but the root system, you're, you know, the bottom of the trunk, and it's big with lots of branch roots, you know. So yeah, gorgeous, just. An interesting, interesting view. We um we got to the little split rock area, which are two sea stacks that are right there on the beach. The sand goes right up to those two sea stacks. And so we kind of climbed around in there a little bit. There's mussels and all kinds of things in there, a little tide pool kind of area. And we carefully climbed around and looked there at the tide pool area and farther on down the beach was the hole in the wall, which is just basically uh, been weathered. Yeah. The waves have weathered a hole through the, through the rock and you can actually hike through there and on. Uh, there's a trail that goes and keeps going North. And so that's a, it's a popular area to go to and see. And that was pretty. Yeah. There were a lot of people there yeah. hiking, hiking that trail and going out. To hole in the wall, it was a yeah busy day. Lots of people. So apparently, you have to be somewhat careful on these uh, on this beach and the trails. If uh, if the surf is up too high, you can be in real danger. And so they tell you to keep away from the logs, the big trees that are there. If you're caught in the middle of those when the surf is tossing them around, in fact, they had a sign there that said "Stay off the logs," and they had a picture of somebody getting trampled by the logs and stay off of them. And then they had a I remember reading that going through the hole in the wall, you had to be careful too. If the surf was up too high, you could get trapped. So, have to be careful. So you have to, yeah, watch. Pay attention. Watch the times of yeah, the, tide, the tides when yeah. the tides in. So on the way back on the, of our hike, we saw something that we saw regularly up in Washington, and that was some bald eagle, some bald eagles. Yeah, uh, we were walking along the beach, and a bald eagle swooped just right by us, and so. Um, Scott was able to get some pictures uh, of them, of the eagles flying right close to us and then perching in a tree right there by where we were. So we got some nice close-up views of the eagles. They just sat there and watched everybody go by. And uh, we were surprised, um, I don't know if we said this before, how many eagles we saw all yeah. over Washington and Oregon. Oh, I mean, my just, goodness. I, I lost track. Yeah, we saw quite a few. 25, 30, I don't know. I, I lost track. It was a, quite, a few, quite a few. But that, that was really fun to see them so yeah. close. We got really close views of them. Yeah, nice pictures. Check, check, nice. check allaroundthewest.com for pictures. <laughs> of course, always. <laughs> um, so that was an interesting, say, difference. You got the high mountains there, and we're up where the snow is, and then we're down in the tide pools right next to the ocean. Yeah, exactly. So, anything else about the coastal area? Uh, so, we went to one other beach that's on that's in part of the park, right? 
Ruby yes. Beach. Yes, we did. Yeah, Ruby Beach. Um, it was really pretty. We There's a nice little walk down from the parking area down to the beach that kind of wove through uh, lush vegetable or vegetation vegetation vegetables vegetation <laughs> yes. and there were wild fruits there were <laughs> yeah there were wild raspberries all in there and um so it was kind of a they were tall so it's kind of like a maze going down through to get to the beach and the beach was just again another gorgeous northwest beach with sea stacks and i think there were tide pools there mm-hmm. yeah and then they had this a lot of people, for some reason, decided to build some rock cairns. Yeah, had yeah. Just right when you got down the the path, there was some driftwood logs stacked up and just rock cairns, little stacked rocks all over the place. So I was I was like, okay, I'm gonna do one too. <laughs> so I did one before we left. There was hundreds of them. Yeah, there were. It was it was funny. all over. Yeah. So that was interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so that was the second part. Now we we skipped a part before we get to the rainforest, and that was when we left Port Angeles before we got to Rialto Beach. We went to two waterfalls that were in the park. We went to. Um, I'm looking here. It was. Oh, I remember the name, and I just forgot it. Um, Mary Mare, and what was the other one? Where's my glasses? <laughs> uh, Madison Falls. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, Madison Falls. So Madison Falls, uh, say it's just uh, west of Port Angeles. Uh, both of them are just west. And that was a, it's right in, very close to the road. It's a very short hike and uh, some pretty falls there. And if I remember right, there was a there was a big old tree that had been cut down, and you can see these great big giant trunks. And then there was the hike to we went uh, to Marymere Falls, and that was a little bit of a walk, not much. I mean, half mile or so was pretty close, and some stairs to go up, but those were also pretty. And there was a photography club there because of some very interesting lighting through the trees and the falls and everything that were there taking pictures and learning how to take pictures in different ways from some experts. Yeah, it was a nice walk kind of through the forest and really pretty, really Sue, pretty falls. Sue loves waterfalls. Yes, so. they're my thing. So we stop anytime we can to see waterfalls. <laughs> and take a picture of me in front of the falls. <laughs> and take a picture of Sue. Go to allaroundthewest.com to see those. No, actually, I don't have those on allaroundthewest.com. No. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do have a photo series of... Uh, personally, of me in front of waterfalls. <laughs> so that's kind of a maybe a third area, I mean, a th- third out of four areas of the park. High mountains, coastal. We have this kind of temperate wooded wooded area that uh, where that where that is. Um, and then we've got the one that is so different from any of them, and more different. I mean, I've been in high mountains. I've been on the coast. I've never been in a rainforest. Yeah, it was amazing. So the whole rainforest, um, it's only 573 feet above sea level. So it's still quite low, not right at the coast, but still quite low. And um, when as we were driving, evidently it's contiguous with the mountain area, but we had to drive out of the park and you back into the park. Yep. Um, so as we were driving up to the 
Well, I guess not up to the entrance. Once you get the entrance, then you drive a ways to where all 10, the 15 miles in stuff is. Yeah. yeah. And as we were driving through there, it was just this, you just have this feeling of primeval forest. Um, it was just, yeah, amazing. So green and, you know, moss hanging everywhere. And um, one of the places you you can pull over and stop on the way to the all the main areas. Where the visitor center is. Yeah, where the visitor center is. Um, yeah, there's a giant Sitka spruce there that's 550 years old and it's um, 270 feet high. And it's just kind of awe-inspiring, I guess, to stand there and think about, wow, this tree is that old. And um, yeah, it was really just, old. <laughs> yeah. It is. That's a, I mean, those trees are amazing. We got to see some of those later on our trip in a different place that we'll talk about later. But I, you know, I just, I'd heard about the whole rainforest. I'd heard about the rainforest, but just really didn't have a concept of what it was going to be like. I mean, in my mind, what it was really going to be like. And well, maybe I did, but I just say it, it surpassed my expectations at the visitor center, there was a sign that said it gets a hundred and if I remember right, one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy inches of rain a year. I mean, that's a huge amount of rain a year. We live in Utah; we get seventeen inches, as opposed to one hundred and seventy <laughs> inches, ten times as much. We lived in Florida; and I don't think they got they got like fifty to sixty inches of rain a year where we lived. And it seemed like it rained all the it time. Seemed like it there. rained all the time. <laughs> all summer long. This 150 to 170 inches. I mean, my goodness, no wonder the the vegetation is as it is. Well, and it was also interesting to me too because uh like Scott mentioned, we we did live in Florida and we lived on the coast, but we traveled around and did some exploring around inland and up in the scrub area and um so we've seen you know, old oak trees with moss and Spanish, Spanish moss, moss yeah. hanging and all that kind of um, your southern view, you know, your idea, I guess, of southern foresty things. But we've seen that. Uh, so I was expecting, I guess, that uh, with a little more moss. But no, it was... Uh. It was the green color. Yeah. Everything is like bright green because there's moss and lichen and everywhere yeah. on everything. I mean, it was just, it was just amazing. Nothing like Florida. No, nothing like Florida. And Florida is green and yeah. has lots of plants and nothing all that kind like of stuff. That. But not like this. It was just interesting stunning yeah stunning right so we went to um we walked on the hall of mosses hiking trail which is um you know the famous area in the ho rainforest and there's a trail and a i think there's some boardwalk area too yeah. and it's not strenuous i mean it's just no, a, it's easy hike yeah easy hike um and just yeah, we just walked around. I walked around mostly um, with my head craned back, looking up, trying not to trip over things because it was just amazing. The um, visually stunning view you got from looking upwards 
at all the colors and textures of the moss just hanging and the branches and the light coming through the branches. I mean, it was it's a photographer's dream because it's just visually stunning. It's unforgettable. Yeah. Really. I mean, I I don't I would love to go back. I I uh I don't know that I'll ever forget it. I know that you can take we went on the Hall of Mosses Trail, as Sue said, but you can take a longer trail from there into the interior of the park. And I hear that's quite a quite a trip too. But yeah, amazing. If you're in the area, do not miss going to the whole rainforest. So we learned about nurse logs while oh, we yeah. were there. That was a cool thing. So nurse log is where a log has fallen down, started to decay, and the nooks and crevices and stuff as it starts to decay as a decay is a place where seeds might fall, and they provide nutrients for the seeds to take root and grow. And the the roots of that new plant will reach a, around um, the the fallen log down to the the earth and plant themselves. And they look kind of like mangroves. If you've ever seen those mangroves, I mean, seen mangrove swamps. Over the course of many years, the nurse log will decay away, and you'll see this line of these plants who have been nourished and grown and fed by this nurse log, which is no longer there, and they continue to grow. So you'll see this line in this kind of hollow spot underneath them where the log used to be, and that was amazing. Yeah, very interesting. So once we learned about that from the interpretive sign, then we started looking for those and... Uh, it was interesting to be able to identify those, identify, like he said, the long, na empty, narrow tunnel underneath a row of trees and to see logs. Oh, look, there's a nurse log because there were trees growing out the top of it and plants. And yeah, that was interesting. So in an area that gets so much rainfall that they're going to decay quickly, right. right? And so lots of nutrients are available for right. those seeds to plant in there and to be able to grow. And Interesting concept. Interesting. I never had heard of, would not have known it if I hadn't seen a sign telling me about it. And we actually saw some of those in the Redwood Forest when we were there, some similar things. So mm -hmm. that was interesting to learn about that. Well, we had a great time in Olympic National Park, highly recommended. And uh, I think uh, it's one of the unique national parks in, in our country. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or our podcast, we would love it if you would head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. That would be a big help to us. The show notes for this episode will be at allaroundthewest.com slash podcast 18. And you can find links there also to join up with us and talk to us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Pinterest. I'm Scott. I'm Sue. And this is the podcast for allaroundthewest.com. Where's your next adventure? 